Okay. All right. Are we ready? Yes. Welcome to the Not So Famous Podcast, everyone. Hello. Hi. That's Caroline. That's Emily. Hey, we have a very special guest this week. Our first guest ever on the Not So Famous Podcast. We have Mr. Risha Bitch. Thank you. (laughs) Um, Risha is our very good friend from college. Mm -hmm. Um, Probably the funniest person I've ever met. Like, Literally one of the funniest people I've ever known. <laughs> he's, he's humble. He's just humble. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's going to be a little different this week. Might yes. be a little shorter because Caroline and I aren't going to do any topics. It also be, very yeah. well might be longer. Because or longer, yeah, yeah, yeah. Our boy could talk forever. <laughs> <laughs> On any topic. <laughs> Period. Period. And his topic this week is really, really good. We're not going to say it until he does it, but it's really exciting. Yeah. So let's get into it. Yeah, um, let's get into the weekly debrief. Yeah, lay it on us. Okay, are you ready? Yeah. Okay, so to start off the week with some, like, I guess upsetting news. Mm-hmm. It is upsetting. Mm-hmm. FK Twigs is suing Shia LaBeouf for sexual battery. No, I love her so much. I didn't know. Yes. I've been keeping up to anything. Like, um, I can read you. She put out, I think, a statement or like something. Let me say something. Ooh, there is an actual court document that I'm not going to read because um, she talks about like the actual things he did and it's really messed up. So mm-hmm. I don't know if we want to read that. Mm-hmm. Um, but also Sia came out and said that um, he made her be in an adulterous relationship Mm-hmm. and um but wasn't that, he in a music video of hers in her music that, the thing is people are now upset because they're like how would you let a 12 year old girl maddie ziegler mm-hmm. be in a music video with him where they're like on each other touching each other mm-hmm. and then people were upset because she came out with the statement like right after um fk twigs did and mm-hmm. sia did not mention her and so people are like, how are you making this about yourself? The the one who is like brave enough to like say it, you mm-hmm. know? So this is just a short little quote from her. She says, I thought to myself, no one is ever going to believe me. I'm unconventional and I am a person of color who is a female. So it's upsetting. It's sad because like, I don't know about you. I grew up watching uh, Shia LaBeouf, even Stevens. Mm-hmm. And it's like, damn. Holes. Holes. Mm. That movie honestly feels like a fever dream. It does. I never liked it because of the lizards. It's, it's the heat. <laughs> the movies about heat. Like watching it, like of them in the desert, makes me feel like dry. Like I just can't. <sighs> Fuck. It makes me feel dry. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's just how I am. Like I just can't. And like, ugh. So I. Rem- Several episodes ago, I mentioned how Vanessa Bryant is suing the L.A. Sheriff's Department because they leaked photos from the crash site. Mm-hmm. Um, a wife of a fellow victim from the same crash is now joining. I don't know if she's joining or doing another like side lawsuit, but she is also suing the L.A. Sheriff's Department for the same thing. As she should. As she should. As she should. Okay. It's it's, sorry, it's crazy that it's gonna be like a year almost i know it's insane 
like we're coming up on so many uh milestones like one year anniversaries of things <laughs> yes and i'm like girl <laughs> the the, where the fuck did this year oh. go <laughs> okay so there's a senator thumb tillies um he wants to charge people with felonies if they get copyright striked on youtube or twitch yeah i saw that he said to jail (laughs) (laughs) someone said so you're gonna throw me in jail if my phone rings (laughs) he literally thinks this is monopoly (laughs) yeah but like i would say that like generally like today like there's so many things that we like there's so many things that our parents got away with that we can't get away with mm-hmm. but there's going to be so many things that if we do ha- have kids they'll get away they won't be getting away with that we got away with mm-hmm. yeah but because, if like, like this goes through our kids will never know what copyright is you know uh-huh. like i don't know i think copyright's stupid because our generation is being constantly like monitored yeah. by everything and so like when in like 30 40 years that like Whoa. they'll probably press charges for copyright they'll probably press charges for people that watch free movies on the internet <laughs> that's so oh my god can you imagine i'd be like that's not my ip address you're wrong <laughs> yeah you're someone's wrong. using my uh, <laughs> my address um but like tiktok tiktok's all copyright well the thing is is about tiktok is artists Ooh. They give their songs to TikTok and they make money off of those uh, people using their sounds, I believe. But yeah, sometimes when like you go on TikTok and you see like this, like a video and it doesn't have any audio, you're like, what is this now? Because right. that's like, when the artists are mm-hmm. like, wait, I don't want my song on TikTok. Because like if I don't use a sound on TikTok and I just make the video like on my phone and put it on, put it on there, that's copyright. But what are they going to do? Who's going to catch me? <laughs> okay. So there's a lot of Jake Paul news this week. <sighs> Team 10, bitch. Yes. Who the um, hell are you? So I think top it all off, he's really, really going at Conor McGregor to fight him. What is it? My, um, it's Vanessa Brooks. Is her no, name? No, it's Vanessa Tessa Brooks. Brooks. It's Tessa. <laughs> Tessa Brooks. The competition shook. These guys up on <laughs> me. I got him with the hook. Let me educate you. I ain't talking books. Panera is your home. This is going to get copyright striked. You guys, this is going to get copyrighted. It's a cover. (laughs) (laughs) This is, um, what's that girl's name? The one with the violin. It's it's so close to the original that they'll copyright us. Yeah, probably. What's (laughs) that girl who does the covers with her violin? Oh, I know who you're talking about. And she like dances. strings. She dances, right? The strings girl. <laughs> I know who you're talking about, but I can't find that right yeah, now. Yeah, so basically okay. like that. <laughs> okay. So back to uh, Jake Paul. Mm-hmm. Um, first, he's really, really going after Conor McGregor. He wants to fight him. He's offering $50 million. Um, he also said in the same video that his wife is like a zero out of ten. Which is, like, so dumb because we say this every podcast now. Conor McGregor could kill him. Yeah, but if it ever does happen, I think we should do, like, a commentating live Oh, yeah, 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 that'll be good. Honestly, unedited, we just upload it right after. (laughs) I think, but, like, that'll be, like, a five-minute video because Conor McGregor is going to knock him out in five minutes in the first round. And the $50 million, like, who's financing that? I know. I don't think he has that much money. T- yeah, I was telling my dad, and he was like, does does this boy have $50 million? And I was like, 
Homeboy made a lot of money off of this YouTube thing. Yeah. Fifty. Someone's sponsoring him. Yeah, probably. And I don't know. Okay, so more. Uh, Dana White, who is the head of um, what is it? MMA. MMA. Um, he was like shut the fuck up and then was like amanda nunez who was a a female boxer was like i'll fight you and you knock your ass out <laughs> <laughs> uh dana white was like you should fight amanda nunez and amanda nunez from what i understand is a very good boxer she's a very good fighter mm-hmm. and i believe could also kill him Honestly, like, I don't know why people are like, no, they shouldn't fight. Like, do it. Like, I want to see that. Let them fight. <laughs> okay, so. Okay. Uh, Jake Paul then also ambushed another boxer, Dylan Danis, <laughs> who was a very good boxer as well, who uh, Dylan Danis was having a, like a music video shoot or a video shoot. And Jake Paul fucking comes up in a truck, throws water balloons at him, and then drives away while Dan- uh, Dylan Danis is, like, running after them. And everybody's like, you fucking ran away, man. <laughs> like, and he-, he threw water balloons at the guy. <laughs> yeah, he's like, wait, I'm scared. Yeah. Okay, so the last Jake Paul news for this week. Mm-hmm. Um, so remember when he fought Nate Robinson mm-hmm. and then won? He had a party with a whole bunch of people. Mm-hmm. A guy is now suing jake paul because at the party a bunch of jake paul's friends beat the shit out of this guy (laughs) like fractured his neck like his face is deformed like beat the shit out of this guy why it sounds like high school it's a good question why it really does sound like high school because there's a video of the guy walking away and he's like spitting out blood he's like oh he's like damn (laughs) he's like i just came here to have a good time i feel so attacked right now (laughs) really so he is suing jake paul because i guess it happened at his house and like at his party Mm -hmm. but it's uh, unclear if jake paul was actually involved in the fight interesting so now that we're done with that motherfucker um so trisha again is always a topic for us yeah um last week she stormed off of the frenemies podcast (laughs) yes this week she is back on yes Um, yes yes Mm -hmm. she this whole week leading up to being back on the podcast was going on like these you back to her true old trisha where she was making videos on the floor saying Mm -hmm. like exposing and trying to show her side yeah wait why did she end up storming off Oh, because here's why. Um, she asked a question about Ela, which is Ethan's wife, mm-hmm. and Nathan. Nathan, who the fuck is Nathan? <laughs> Ethan was like, "No, Hila doesn't want us to talk about her." Oh, she that's why. Want, I think she we doesn't want to be talked about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Trisha was like, "You're fucking cock," and she's a bitch too, and <laughs> left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now they're back, but they had someone on. I don't know if they were like a licensed therapist or a doctor. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And Trisha did like a narcissist test, and the highest in the history of ever, the per- highest a person has ever gotten on this test, which mm-hmm. is out of forty, mm-hmm. was a thirty-five. Trisha got a thirty. She said yes. I am narcissistic. I took it. I got oh, you a did? 12. I took it. Yeah. I took one narcissist oh, test. I'm that you curious. I'm I curious. Got a, I got a 12. So she's back on the te- uh, the podcast. Uh, it seems like they've all made up. 
and all this stuff. So sure, Jan. Sure. <laughs> Next week it'll be like she blocked them forever. Yeah. Okay, so Charlie D'Amelio went on her live on Instagram and apologized for not using her platform for good, and promised to do better, which is a big thing this that happened this week, because people that have been really going after um, a few TikTokers for not um, speaking up against about the executions that are happening Mm -hmm. and people are really upset because they're like it's your fault that they're going through yeah but it's not but (laughs) yeah and it's like you should be talking to the federal government because that's who's doing them yeah Mm -hmm. sorry james charles cannot stop a federal execution (laughs) you know what i I thought was interesting though i went on charlie's page yesterday her Mm -hmm. tiktok page and you can link like a direct donation link to your to your page and she has it for like the dance studios across Mm -hmm. the united states and I never seen that before, and it's cool because you can see that she donated a hundred thousand dollars towards yeah. it, and then everyone else who donated to it, mm-hmm. which I think is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. I agree. It is pretty cool. I think people forget she's sixteen. She's not sixteen. She's she's sixteen. <laughs> yeah, me. I forgot that. <laughs> what the heck? Okay. Yeah. So then uh, Trisha then went on to BFF podcast, which is uh, the Josh Richards and the guy from Barstool's podcast. Portnoy guy. Yeah. Pizza guy. Yep. The pizza guy. (laughs) Um, And she was like, she went on to explain why she called Dixie the R word. And she was like, well, I think she's just mentally handicapped (sighs) and like really stood her ground on Dixie being mentally ill are you dumb? Uh, if if that's already done. Is handicapped. Why would you use that word? Exactly. exactly. She she used the R word and then was like, "No, I'm right." She was like, "No, I think she is though. She <laughs> is." Yeah, she was. She was like, "No." She said, "No offense aside, she is. She is." Okay, so uh, talking about it. Uh, Trisha then goes on to reaffirm her stance on Addison Ray, and then reaffirms her stance on Bryce Hall, which Josh and Bryce are friends, and now mm-hmm. it's a whole big thing on Instagram and TikTok about how Josh never stands up for Bryce and all this shit. Oh, so they're just, like, taking it? Like, Trisha's shit-talking them? Yeah. And they're like, huh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's yeah. like, why are you shit-talking them when you know they're friends? Like, it's yeah. kind of awkward. Because she doesn't give a shit. Also, I saw a TikTok that was like, don't tell, don't, don't let Trisha fool you. She's actually 45. <laughs> <laughs> Is she that old? No, she's in her 30s. But oh. people are like, oh my god, I heard she was in her 50s. Like... <laughs> Okay, so people think that Taylor Swift is using hand codes to show that she is being abused. Yeah, what do you think about that? I, I want to know. know everyone else's opinion. I don't know what to think. I think, I don't know. It's hard because I think she's Taylor Swift and like she's got to be surrounded by people at all times. Mm-hmm. And like surrounded by people who only have her best interest, you know, because they she pays them. <laughs> And I don't know how that's possible. 
I'm not saying, but it's also weird because it's a whole bunch of like Instagram comments who are being like, she's being abused. We need to help her. I know. But then also people were saying, which I maybe like have like a wrong perspective on this, but people were saying how it's wrong to notice something like that and like bring attention to it. Exactly. Yeah. Why is it wrong? Because wouldn't people just, like, be looking out for the best for her? Well, here's the thing. Whoever her abuser is Mm -hmm. can see. Because those hand signs are for when, like, you're on FaceTime with your friend and you're home with your abuser. Mm -hmm. And you make that hand sign so your friend knows, okay, I need to get her out of this situation. Mm -hmm. You don't, like, so it's not like you're calling them on the phone and being like, my husband's abusing me for them to hear. Mm -hmm. She did this hand sign on, what is it, Jimmy Fallon? Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel. Mm -hmm. And now people are commenting it everywhere. It's everywhere. Mm -hmm. So whoever her abuser is can very much see it Mm -hmm. and not allow her to get out of the situation. Right. It could be very much well that she's speaking with her hands. Like, I I speak with my hands all Mm -hmm. the fucking time. Mm -hmm. So she could just be nervous and, like, when I'm walking, I'm doing this all the fucking time. Like, I'm... I didn't know that was the sign until this came out, you know? Same. Wait, speaking of, you were talking about Taylor Swift earlier, right? Just now, yes. Just talking about Taylor Swift. So I I just had to, I have to get this in there. So um, I know someone that has met Taylor Swift. Uh-huh. He was at the, at like the shooting of the Blank Space music video. Mm-hmm. and so like what he had to say about her like usually with celebrities when like you're talking about celebrities it's like they like some celebrities like live in their own bubble or like mm-hmm. you know but like what he had to say about taylor swift was just something that i was completely blown away by he said mm-hmm. that she was extremely kind and like she was just like she had a very like i'll do it myself attitude like for like you know getting things for herself and like etc so like that was something very like you know good that's cool so after that i just i just love taylor swift yeah because she seems like a great person yeah especially since she's been in the world for so Mm -hmm. long since Mm -hmm. she's 15 i think right yeah because when you're 15 copyright oh shoot sorry (laughs) um yeah so that's happening also taylor swift moved her release date for what is it evermore Mm -hmm. because paul mccartney was releasing an album that day yeah that's so funny was originally gonna release and she was like wait let me that's so generous though Mm -hmm. i know and And we see taylor being such a nice person exactly because some people don't care no, 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 yeah. Some people don't care. They'll mm-hmm. release on top of each other. Yeah. She actually she moved it twice because she thought that Paul McCartney was gonna release the album on mm-hmm. like what the 18th. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, then she set the date and then they found out that he wasn't. And so she was like, Oh shoot, I'll move it back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's very cool of her. Tom Cruise uh, this week was recorded yelling at crew members for not following COVID restrictions. And he, I don't know if you've listened to the recordings, but I did. And he's like, I can't believe you're fucking doing this. People's (laughs) lives depend on this. It's honestly scary. He's like, if you're going to fucking do this again, I'm firing everybody. And it's like, whoa. Tom Cruise. (laughs) What has he been in? I'm just trying to put a face to the name. 
I was surprised that when you we said Tom Cruise, you didn't think Tom Hanks or something. <laughs> no, Tom Hanks is from the Polar Express. I can't believe you... Do you know any other Tom Hanks movie? I can't believe that you didn't say um, Tom Hanks from the Carly Rae Jepsen music video. What? He's in it? Yes, I think that's what... I was thinking that's like what you would know him from. No, he's also in... Um, Toy Story. <laughs> Have you ever seen Forrest Gump? Oh yeah, in like in like high school. It's okay. I've never seen it, but <laughs> I know what he's in. <laughs> he's like when I think Tom Hanks, I don't think of Forrest Gump right away. I think you might be the only person in this entire world. I think you're the only person that thinks immediately. <laughs> What you said earlier. Of the Polar I, Express. Yeah, I forgot because I filtered that out. Yeah. Why? You don't like think... it? Thank you, Risha. Wait, he didn't say whether you liked it or not. No, 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 no. I don't think of voice actors. Like, I, I never think of voice actors in, like, like movies like that. But Polar Express is creepy-ish. Thank you. There's Aww. something creepy about it. Okay. The animation style, too. Yes, I agree. I no. agree. It's just weird. No, I agree. It's, it's it's realistic. What don't you like? Real people? You know what, Emily? I would like you to watch it again and then think about it. Because <laughs> once you watch it after a few years, it gets... Okay. No, I disagree. So Tom Cruise... <laughs> back to Tom Cruise. <laughs> he's in a Mission Impossible. All of those movies. Ever heard? You know, I don't know that. Top Gun, which is arguably one of his most famous movies. Okay. Jack Reacher, Risky Business. No. Risky Business, I know you've definitely seen this before, is... I'm not saying that you've seen the movie. I'm saying there's this very famous moment where he is in a white button-down and white tube socks, and he comes out. He, like, slides across... You've never... (laughs) I am dead ass thinking of the Swiffer commercial. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna move on. <laughs> he's one of the highest paid actors in the world, Emily. Exactly. I know he's a big deal. He's from upstate I'm... New York. Wow, your hometown. He's a Scientologist. <laughs> hometown. <laughs> it's 5'7. Oh my god. So, um, Lizzie McGuire, the reboot is not happening. Lizzie McGuire. You know, it's, I just like remembered that vine yesterday and I wanted to talk about it so bad. It's the Lizzie McGuire vine (laughs) where the guy is like trying to figure out who she is and he's like blonde hair, white girl. And I think he says, like, Hannah Montana. He's like, no. And then he goes, Lizzie McGuire? Lizzie McGuire. Never seen that. What? Sorry. Anyways, the reboot's not happening. (laughs) How do we feel about that? I don't care. Did you watch Lizzie McGuire growing up? No. No, but I like her. But I don't know the movie. Yeah, I I like yeah, I like Hilary Jeff, but I don't not the movie. I don't know the show. Like (laughs) I never I liked other movies she was in. Like I loved The Cinderella story. That one? Perfect. (laughs) Yeah. The stepmother? Iconic. I like the song. Um 
This is what dreams are made. That's of. where that that um that that famous TikTok and like song came. The quote came from when she goes, "LOL, laugh out loud." Wait, that's yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, yes, that's from that movie. She's I texting it. <laughs> LOL, laugh out loud. Well, <laughs> I do care about this because I grew up watching Liz McGuire, and it's a great show. So why did they say it was going to happen and then just? It was going to happen, and then um, the writer, I think, in Disney Plus couldn't agree on, like, the storyline. They wanted Lizzie McGuire. She's a grown-up now, obviously. Mm-hmm. And they wanted her to be able to do, like, grown-up things and, like, have a job and, like, talk about real life. And they were like, Disney was like, no. <laughs> no, we're cutting it. Yeah. So that's happening. That's not happening, actually. Okay. So <laughs> Cardi B... And Offset, this is Are You Dumb? Mm-hmm. Are You Dumb? They yeah. threw a huge birthday party. Like, huge. Uh-huh. Just with anyone? Yes. Great. With Perfect. plus ones, everything probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. I didn't see anything about it, though. Mm-hmm. But it's like, if you're going to do that... That's terrible. But why are you recording it and posting yeah. it? They like posted on their Instagram stories, all that bullshit. Because like, then you have people you like us calling mm-hmm. you dumb. Exactly. She's going against like everything she said about like staying inside, etc. I know. Like, you know? Exactly. That's for a party. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So Perez Hilton has officially been kicked off of TikTok. Oh my God. Why? <laughs> because. Wait. P- Perez Hilton. Not Paris Hilton. <laughs> Fun fact, Paris Hilton, Hilton follows my roommate from college, my best friend, McKenna Jennings. On oh, really? You? Yeah. I yeah. go on TikTok only to see McKenna get more famous every single day. I Is she really famous? She's so much- She's so popular with the outfits. Paris yeah. Hilton loves her videos, <gasps> et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. <laughs> she has a blog, too. She's really good doing her thing. Yeah, it's great. Oh, good for her. Why Perez Hilton? So Perez Hilton, I don't know if you remember, but in the early 2000s, he had a celebrity blog blog where he would just talk about like celebrity tea, celebrity news. But now he's on TikTok and he's talking about TikTok influencers and stuff like that. And he's like making videos and like just kind of just being nasty about like teenagers, you know? Kids on TikTok exactly like, kids yeah. he went on youtube and like started crying to the demilio sisters. yes he was like, like i'm so sorry please charlie i've reached out to your you <laughs> and your parents please have tiktok let me back on like he, it's like somebody was like, like what's charlie gonna do it's <laughs> like, like a grown adult like reaching out to a kid like i reached literally out, reached like, out. Like, okay literally Okay, so Little Baby, the rapper, and Stefan Jackson, who is a former NBA player, gave George Floyd's daughter an LOL surprise doll's birthday party. Oh, that's so cute. Right? Isn't that nice? Yeah. It's just a good, like, oh, I felt like we needed that this week. Because it's only been, like, disappointing bullshit. Right, right, right. So, I don't know if any of you know Little Mix. Yes. Jesse Nelson has left Little Mix. Yeah. They're still active? They made the fly, I guess. (laughs) I didn't know they were still active. Yes, they are still very much active. When you said that, I was like... They are still very much active. Wait, Jesse who? Jesse Nelson. 
Okay. <laughs> okay. So, Mindy Kaling, she posted a picture on the fifth night of Hanukkah with a menorah. Why did I say it like that? A menorah in front of her, and all eight candles are lit. Is it nine candles on a menorah? It's four on each side with one in the middle. Nine. So, yeah, all nine candles lit, and she says, um, she said, happy Hanukkah, night five. All candles lit for dramatic effect. And people are not happy. People are Dramatic very, effect? Yes. People are like, you do realize that this is a religious holiday. Yeah. Right. And like, it's like, are you dumb? Like, why would you? Yeah. It's like, and, and also, Hanukkah's not really like a commercialized holiday either. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. yeah. Also, or, is she even that. Jewish? I don't think she would be. <laughs> I really don't think so. What does that mean? I don't think she would be. I haven't so, met really a lot of um, Jewish people of Indian descent. That's why I don't. You're right. Yeah. It's very rare. Um, but why would she light all the candles? Exactly. Like she doesn't know about it and she's posting about it, which is like. Yeah. Right. And people are not happy. People are really upset, especially a lot of Jewish creators mm-hmm. on like TikTok type of thing. Mm-hmm. People are are upset. Because it's sort of like she's just doing it for the yeah. Instagram post, you know? Especially, mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of people this year on on social media being like, if you are not a Jewish person, you have no right to celebrate Jewish holidays. Okay, so Christopher Walker, can you name any movie he's been in? Do you know who Christopher Walker is? Is, it, is he the brother of Paul Walker? No. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> I'm sorry, Christopher Walken. Walk-in. Oh, Star Wars, maybe? I don't know. I have to look this person up. I don't know. <laughs> I've never heard of him before. <laughs> but I know I'm not the only one. Richard's just with me. Oh, yes. I've seen that face. Christopher Walken. Yes. He has a very, dis- like, very noticeable like, accent. He looks like the kid from Home Alone 2, aged, like, 60 let me years. See. <laughs> let me see. Oh, I do know. Th- oh my God, hairspray! <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> Anyways, he went on the Stephen Colbert show and was like, "I've never had a cell phone. I've never had a computer." Really? Still? <laughs> yes. And he was like, "Someone had to come here to set this up so I can do this interview." Oh my God, the people that work for him are probably like, "I'm ready to quit." <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine, like? Having to go to his house to tell him something. Yeah. I once had a teacher in high school. He was my government and economics teacher. And he was like, I only eat one meal a day. I don't have any snacks. <laughs> and I don't have a cell phone. And when I remember one kid being like, what if you uh, get lost? He goes, I'm not going to get lost because I go to where I need to go and then I go home. <laughs> All right. That sounds like my dad. Yeah, and he was sounds like, like a dad thing. My wife knows where I'm at. I don't go anywhere different. <laughs> and we're and then we were like, one meal a day. You don't even <laughs> want like an almond or something for a snack. And he was like, there's, no. There's a lot like at one here. point, you're restricting yourself. You're not yeah. like living a certain way. You're limiting yourself. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But you do you, man. I mean, I know. All right. So, Cody Simpson is now a swimmer like a an athlete and he's qualified for the olympics (laughs) 
So I guess he's good, you know? That doesn't yeah. come easy. Like, no, Olympic but I'm also, I'm really confused when he has time to do all these things because yeah. he was a singer, he was on Broadway, he was dating Miley Cyrus, and now he's an athlete. Since when? Like, I, I never knew he did this. He's Australian, so. He thought that, oh, so would he be on the Australian team? Or I think so. Probably. Interesting. interesting. He's Australian. But like, I, know, right? so, yeah. I know that some countries, like, they get Australia. players from different countries. Maybe. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. know. Because I know, like, the some Slavic countries and, mm-hmm. like, um, some countries in, like, I think it's Western. Western Asia. They, mm-hmm. get, they get players from other countries. Or they're, they're just kids that have like moved i don't know yeah i know there's a lot of people like american people who are like oh my dad was born in slovenia so i'm gonna go compete for slovenia yeah i think it's like probably like a miss universe thing when they like (laughs) come from different countries back to their home countries like i'm serious yeah yeah i get it yeah but honestly that'd be really funny like watching the olympics and seeing cody simpson dive into that yeah Next yeah. to Michael Phelps. Does he still do it? No, he's retired. Oh. He's What's been the other retired. guy? Ryan Lochte. Okay, so the last part of our weekly debrief is kind of exciting and nostalgic, at least for me. I hope it is for you, too. Um, O2L, Our Second Life, mm-hmm. has made a comeback. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. I didn't watch them a lot when I was younger, but, like, just the fact that they are coming back, I was like, wow, it sort of wow, brings me right? back. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow. The O2L song by Charlie Puth, that's a I banger. Know. I know. And also the fact that, like, back then they got Charlie Puth, like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Because he wasn't that famous at the time, I don't think. No, but it's also, like, this is early YouTube years where people mm-hmm. didn't really, like, right. understand it. So. Yeah. But they, what do they do? They played like a game or something. Mm-hmm. They and, played Among Us, right? Yeah, and then Connor did ask Kian if he could swim because he doesn't look like he can. Like, <laughs> yeah. There's a trend on TikTok that was like, if you want to make any guy angry, ask them if they can swim because they yeah. don't look like they can. Yeah. And Kian was like, why? Why would you say that? Of course, I could fucking <laughs> swim. Like, how, how would you say that to me? <laughs> like. <laughs> It was really funny. That was it for the weekly debrief. Yes. It feels like not a lot happened this week, so I was, like, looking for things. No, I feel like nothing happened this week. Nothing except for the FK twigs and the Jake Paul. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, should we transition into our our guest topic? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, Risho, give us um, a brief explanation of what you're going to talk about. I think um, mostly like I would just want to talk. I was asked to come on. (laughs) It was generally to ask me about like K-pop and like K-pop related things. Uh And like just the industry and like all some groups Mm -hmm. and stuff like that and what's going on. Because K-pop is blowing up right now. Yeah, it's it's been blowing up. And it's there's just so much to it that a lot of people may not know. Mm -hmm. Especially since uh, BTS was entertainment uh, entertainment. Times Entertainment Artists of the Year. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy. Um, I, I would say that with them specifically, like the amount of success that they've had is just, it's o- over the 
yeah it's like, it wasn't expected of anyone mm-hmm. but because it, it's like when i met you Risha, you were like you love bts and no one really like even knew exactly i loved like the thing is like so throughout this segment like you guys are talking about like so like I know, like, Lizzie McGuire. I know these people. Yeah. I never watched the Lizzie McGuire show. Right. Like, I don't know who O2L is, actually. Like, just these <laughs> yeah, things. Yeah. Like, yeah. I know who Charlie Puth is, but just from recent. Like, you know, I don't <laughs> yeah. know about these things. Yeah. And so, like, I grew up, like, with a completely different... Like, I didn't have American TV. Yeah. And so, like, I grew up watching, like, mostly, like... I would say, like, I mostly watched, like, Bollywood things. Mm-hmm. And I mostly grew up watching like Southeast Asian shows mm-hmm. and K-pop because that everyone listens to K-pop mm-hmm. in Asia. And so like, that's just how it is. And so with that, I would say knowing <laughs> BTS, like back then, like yeah, I, yeah. I would say not BTS, but like knowing like so many other groups and stuff like that is such like a big deal because now it's not that big of a deal because like everyone knows who BTS is, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Is it true? I think I asked you this like over text, but like someone said that BTS has been around for like 10 years and they just keep like putting in new people to do the group. No, that's that's not true. (laughs) (laughs) Who told me that then? But like there is like it they probably were like confused about what they were talking about. Mm -hmm. They were actually confused about (laughs) what they were talking about. (laughs) So like BTS has like never had like member changes. Okay. Or like any like, you know, but they've, mm-hmm. they've been around for a while. And so like, I think when BTS first came out, it was like, it's called uh, Bang Tang Sonyan then. Mm-hmm. Or something like, maybe I'm not saying it completely right. But mm-hmm. um, it's like, called, it translates to Bulletproof Boy Scouts. Mm-hmm. And that okay. was like the, um, the sort of like theme behind them. Because like every group has like a sort of theme behind them. Okay. And so when they came out under like big hit entertainment, I think like generally when you have like people training in K-pop, they come into the like the system and like they're selected. And like sometimes they have like groups that are like, okay, this group might debut or like these people might be in this group, you know, like they have mm-hmm. that sort of thing. So they might have had like other people in BT like uh, for the lineup. Right. Mm-hmm. And so... For the lineup, I would say, like, I know there was this one guy that, like, all over the internet, they were talking about, like, this one guy named Iron that was, like, in the in the lineup at one point, but he wasn't. But when BTS came out, it was it was those, you know, the, the members there are today. It's mm-hmm. the same. Yeah. It's always been the same, which is really important, I would say, because that, I would say, is one of the reasons they were able to, like, become so big because, like, mm-hmm. so many other groups have, like, member changes or members yeah. leaving. Well, mm-hmm. Can you explain the system and how people get into K-pop system? It's very, like, there's so many different, like, ways. Um, well, yeah, there's a few. So <laughs> you can get scouted, like, like you know, like, at auditions or you could get scouted on the street for being pretty. Yeah. Sometimes people say people get scouted on the street for being pretty. And I think there's like a couple stories around with that. But I would say like in today's time, I don't think anyone's going to get scouted on the street for being pretty. Because you know what's funny? It's like, have you ever been to like a theme park or like Six Flags? And they have that table there being like, you could be the next Miley Cyrus. <laughs> if yeah. You sign up now. That's what it reminds me of. So I know like back in the day, like some people were scouted for being pretty. Like just people like gave them their card. and They're like, hey, I work at like yg entertainment and like you should come in for an audition just because like they're pretty and they have like good visuals but i would say like today it's like more of a time where like media is important and like people are on the internet Mm -hmm. so it's just more easier to source people 
And also mm-hmm. because like so many people want in on something, they don't have to like, you know, scout people. Yeah. Interesting. Well, and then, then in modern times, like plastic surgery too, like there's so many pretty people out there. You're right. Can you explain what you mean by like replacing a member? Okay. So I know that like, so what companies do, like, it depends on like the values of the company, I would say. Like a lot of companies in K-pop, some have really sketchy values. What do you mean by values? Like values as like what, if they go by a contract, like they'll continue to support these members. They'll continue to maintain their mental health, Mm -hmm. um, make sure that they're being listened to, some stuff like that. And so Mm -hmm. like some companies, I would say have really good values, like BTS's company, Big Hit with BTS like they manage them very well and give them like a certain sense of like freedom you know with Mm -hmm. like their creativity while some companies don't and I think that stems from like a sort of when companies like you know because like they put so much money into these artists Mm -hmm. you know so these companies because they put so much money into these artists they sometimes feel like they own these people and you know and they treat them so like poorly and you get to a point where it's like is this right because in that country, I mean, it's not, but in that, in like other countries, they have different laws, they have different regulations, different types of contracts. And so it all boils down to that. That's interesting because it's well, like you see a lot of K pop groups, and I haven't noticed it with BTS, but how they're like pl- passing out on TV and like getting sick and stuff. Yeah, like that. I was just talking about mm, yes. that yeah. with one of my friends. Like, it's just like because of fatigue, getting tired, passing out, and like, um, just there's this one group I was talking to my friend about like three hours ago G friend where like there's this one video of them performing a song and mm-hmm. they fell like a good 10 times during the, the song mm-hmm. but that was because the stage was slippery but like other than that if you look up their name and like you know falling or the mm-hmm. word like passing out they one of the members is like bled on stage oh my God. Um, one of the members like passed out like when she was sitting down for a fan sign mm-hmm. Wow. Just stuff like that there's so much mental health like and like other like issues I know that um they and also some of them like train so hard because they're pushed so hard it's mm-hmm. like at one point they just get so tired because mm-hmm. people think that like oh these people are celebrities or even ones that are like semi-famous like oh they're such big celebrities which they are but mm-hmm. some of these people have like part-time jobs yeah oh wow and, yeah and like one group that particularly I've had interest in, like since I was um, a kid, is called Nine Muses. And so there's these three, it was these nine girls formed by like, I think it's by Star Empire Entertainment. They're like one of the top, were one of the top five companies in Korea. Mm-hmm. And so they debuted these girls, um, these nine girls, and they picked them based off of not singing. They picked them off of their looks, their <laughs> height. Mm-hmm. And they were all like members as like they were models. Mm-hmm. and they were like being like trained for like those fields and they were put into a group and it was like just a visual group mm-hmm. where like they were singers and that's why it's like called nine muses and so these girls like there's a documentary actually called nine muses of star empire entertainment and mm-hmm. in the documentary like they're they're crying they're um this was done by bbc and um, they're crying in the video, like, you know, they're training, they're talking about their part-time jobs, they're talking about how many hours they train, and like, how many hours they put in. One of the member gets slapped by her manager, oh my God. documentary, and mm-hmm. like, it's just the cycle of that continues. And specifically about this group, too, like, um, 
they just like some of them just quit it's like some of the nine girls like they quit and then more girls were pushed into the cycle Mm -hmm. and then they took more girls out and they pushed more in Mm -hmm. and at one point by I think it's 2018 when they were still releasing music it's like the group's called nine muses but there's only four of them Mm -hmm. oh wow and just there's so many groups out there that have like a graduation concept what is that like it's like a concept that like oh like when they if like someone's like meant like you know going through something and they're leaving the group because of health issues or like if they're being kicked out because Mm -hmm. they're trying to renegotiate their contract the company doesn't say like oh they're leaving or like the person won't say like oh we're leaving because of this Mm -hmm. you know the company will just be like oh like so and so graduated from the group like she's wow right and you really can't like these artists sometimes they really can't go up against these companies because like in asia i know in a lot of countries i don't know that much about korea but like you do anything like someone be like that's defamation and they'll take you to court Mm -hmm. and so these people don't have money to like pay their bills like they don't have they take out one of the girls like i think once said that she took out like a personal loan to like eat Mm -hmm. wow stuff like that um I know this other group that was very popular, like back in the day, like I think it's, they went for like 14 years and this was like many years ago. It's like one of the longest girl groups in history. Mm-hmm. Um, she was like one of the only, like one of an original members of the group. And when she was done after her 14 years, um, she had no like other gigs in the industry um, after the group dissolved, like the other girls went other places um, and she ended up being like a waitress, like part-time and like just struggling through life Mm -hmm. and just, it takes a toll on these people, you know? Mm -hmm. How do you think like K-pop like transitioned into like mainstream American music? Well, K-pop, like I feel like, the way k-pop is manufactured Mm -hmm. it's a hit and so if you look at the origins of any like thing like sometimes like things just take off you know Mm -hmm. and so i think k-pop just generally takes off in asia people Mm -hmm. love it and because there's so many different languages like in asia and each country sometimes has like multiple languages Mm -hmm. people like don't care about the language barrier Mm-hmm. they love listening and so I yeah. think it took off initially mm-hmm. like I know there's so many people out there that watch Bollywood movies mm-hmm. and like in Arabic countries and like in Africa actually and they don't understand the language but they love them right. you know so that's like I think initially the platform was it for Asia and like why is like why why would you say that like why Chinese pop or like Japanese pop didn't take off as much as K-pop mm-hmm. I would say it's because of like the way it's manufactured like Mm -hmm. the way they do the song the way they have these people they're supposed to be pretty talented um they're like you know they're managed by a company they have Mm -hmm. these like songs that are pre like pre like made and stuff like that and like Mm -hmm. they're just managed into that cycle and like their fans in america generally like k-pop's been around in america for a while actually Mm -hmm. people don't know this but um I think the first like time like K-pop entered the American Billboard was in 2009. Um, it was uh, songs by Boa, B-O-A. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like known as like really famous. She's I think she's like 30 or 29, but she's mm-hmm. had a career of like 15, 16 years. And wow. in 2009, she took off a little on the charts. Mm-hmm. And so did a group called Wonder Girls. Mm-hmm. They came here on 2009 with their company JYP. And do you know Twice? Mm-mm. 
like they're always on like the Jimmy Fallon show. I think Jimmy Fallon, like they're on these shows a lot in America. Mm-hmm. It's called Twice. And so they're very famous it's from the same company. Uh-huh. And so Wonder Girls, they came over to America in 2009 mm-hmm. and they performed the Jonas Brothers. Oh, interesting. I remember the Wonder Girls. With the song Nobody. Yes, I remember yeah. them. And they did that, co- the English version to that song in America. They even performed on the Wendy Williams show. No way, really. <laughs> yeah, because like she's like talking about them and like she's like, here they it's are. Amazing. And, like, you know, they do their like dance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so they, they promoted in America. Here they are, they do their dance. I think that was like the the setup stage for like, you know, like they can mm-hmm. come to America. They they also are very, they're also like capable, like they, they're learning English. They're coming to America. They can sing mm-hmm. English songs too. And, you know, it, mm-hmm. like I think that's what brought it up. And then like other people like with the heritage or the Korean heritage or even like people that felt like, wow, like this is really good. Mm-hmm. Because it just takes it just takes like one like thing to start a movement, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. It's like anime is so popular all around the world, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. so it just takes like a couple shows, like you know, to really yeah. get out there and like have like a big fan following. Same with K-pop, I think it just took a few groups, mm-hmm. and now like it's just it's- everywhere. I remember in high school, there was one girl in my entire school that was like, "I love K-pop," and I remember everybody would be like k-pop what the fuck k-pop what the fuck are you talking about it's like, like when you talk about it, it's like i love cake pops <laughs> like that's the first thing you think you know yeah <laughs> no not cake pops and she was ahead of her time for sure mm-hmm. yeah it's just and now that it's more out there like with i think k-pop fans mostly it's like most of them are just like they're so into it they love it so much that they'll like avidly tell you about mm-hmm. it yeah because you, know? you look on twitter on like any day and the hashtag like justin bieber's over party yeah or like whoever is over party and you're like oh my god what do they do and it's just a whole bunch of k-pop fans being like <laughs> under in the comments yeah yeah being yeah. like hashtag whoever is over go stream bts's new single like yeah that's me um i have a stand account well didn't it wasn't it k-pop stands who shut down that like police app yeah at the beginning of quarantine at the beginning yeah. of the yeah. um, black lives matter movement where like a police if somewhere a police force i can't remember what city or state put an app and was like if you see a crime report it here and then a whole bunch of k-pop stands like shut it down yeah. like, <laughs> like they, hacked um, the app they um they bought out you know got all the tickets for like a for, trump rally or something. exactly yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. they also did like i think it was like when um black lives matter was like having like a really big movement on instagram there was like the it was like um like supremacist people like they were doing a different hashtag Mm-hmm. and k-pop stands just like took over that hashtag and so when you clicked <laughs> on the hashtag all it was like was fan cams yeah. <laughs> so like these people couldn't find each other yeah, yeah. like even like donald trump's tweets sometimes like they'll be in there like commenting <laughs> will, yeah. so other donald trump like mm-hmm. fans and enthusiasts can't find each other exactly they they have the reach because you will literally cook click under anyone's tweets like mm-hmm. anyone's and it's like stream uh, I myself do that as well. Pink. So I, I have no. I can't um, judge it because I do it. So currently, like, who's your favorite like K-pop group? Very controversial um, right now. Um, my favorite K-pop group has 
always sort of been um what's it called it's well the thing is like with like k-pop generally like back in the day i could have said bts and just mm-hmm. like you know but like my favorite k-pop group is like it's a group called aoa mm-hmm. okay and i've be- seen you post about it yeah i i'm very passionate about the topic um so they're they're just i don't know i just really like their songs like i can i can listen to any of their songs and i'll like it Mm -hmm. and it's just the gravitation that you have to the members like you've seen them on shows etc etc and just that but like even with that group like it's controversial right now because you don't know exactly what's going on especially Mm -hmm. with your like fan like you know like some people are like there's people out there that are like oh my god I want to be a k-pop star so bad Mm -hmm. k-pop idol but like they're like I want to be a k-pop I want to be you know and there's so much into it but you don't understand like what these people's lives are like yeah you don't know what they're going through you don't know what's been happening for so many years you don't know like exactly what they're feeling so Mm -hmm. so to like trying to understand that is sometimes impossible because Mm -hmm. these people are like like you know so sheltered yeah especially with like AOA like my um my attract like my like I'm an avid fan but I've been watching the their stuff since like 2000 like 12 13 I've been like avidly like a fan supporter you know etc and I've I've purchased like most of their albums their special albums the season's greeting pack etc but the thing is with them what happened I think it was a few months ago um one of the so originally a member left because she was being harassed by by anti-fans mm-hmm. oh my that God. were calling her fat and like fat shaming her, mm-hmm. calling her a gold digger, et cetera, because she was dating this guy, um, et cetera. So like she left because of mental health, right? Issues. Mm-hmm. And then you have like the um the other girls that are left. They there's already a, a girl that's left in the beginning. So you have like six and then five. And so right now, um, it was a few months back, there was five of them left over and but they're still like continuing, right? And promoting. And there's this one girl that left recently and her name's Mina. And she went on the internet and she posted photos, um, like trigger warning. It was like photos of her like scars from when she oh was God. harming herself. And she said it was, um, she didn't say the name, but like later on, like when people took over and like they looked at like the videos and stuff like that, people realized that like the leader of the group, which was my favorite member, mm-hmm. was bullying her for like seven to eight years like constantly oh my God. bullying her and like uh, making her cry um and just etc like uh, making her feel like an outcast in the group mm-hmm. and um she even went to say that um when her father died um the group member like told her to suck it up and like stuff like that and was mm-hmm. just like really mean and people went back into the videos and they like found like proof of her just being like a little rude and stuff like that. And like, it's just be- turned into this big thing. And this girl was hospitalized mm-hmm. because she uh, tried to, yeah. And, and so oh like God. this turn of events is just like, you never know what can happen. Like mm-hmm. that one person, like, cause I was such a big fan, you know? And it's like, how did this happen? Like, how did yeah. I not see it? Mm-hmm. And so that girl is like, now she's left the music industry and like gone like she's hidden herself away she apologized but people aren't saying it's sincere yeah um but just stuff like that like anything could happen in the industry you know Mm -hmm. and even i would say any industry like even american industry um Mm -hmm. the bollywood industry all of these industries there's always shady things going on in the background Mm -hmm. there's always shady things going on in the background Mm -hmm. um and Things are never how they seem because you could be a fan. And this is just for like real life. Also, like 
you can never really truly understand someone fully unless you're with them all the time. And mm-hmm. even if you are with them on their, and all the time, you don't know what's going on in their head. Mm-hmm. Well, I just have to say, I love Blackpink. I think they're my favorite group. Blackpink is so good. They're, their collaboration with Lady Gaga. They're genuinely so good. Yeah. I but yeah. oh my I god, to say- go to a concert um, of theirs... That would be like the best concert of my whole entire it's life, so I think. You know? Do you yeah, think like, it's like cliche to like BTS now since they are so big? People say that. And you know what? It's not. I think originally, if you like someone, like good for you that you really like them. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, like good for you. And like yeah. they're doing amazing and you should like them because they're yeah. doing great. And I yeah. support that. Mm-hmm. But it comes to a point with like a lot of K-pop fans and stands out there that are just disrespectful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because like with BTS, I know it's like BTS is now like a gateway mm-hmm. group where like people will listen <laughs> to them and they'll only listen to BTS. Mm-hmm. And when like someone will go like talk about someone else, they'll plainly disrespect that person mm-hmm. and they'll be like oh your group hasn't even like made this or done that mm-hmm. etc and it comes to a point where it's like like you should take a step back and just be respectful for everyone because mm-hmm. especially in this industry like so many of them are going through so much that like you should never openly like disrespect that artist mm-hmm. yeah I know with bts fans i know that there was this one company a few weeks ago named Pletus mm-hmm. and they're actually a big company they have a lot of groups and they have a, they've had historically a lot of good groups and they merged I think with BTS's company and BTS's company bought that company mm-hmm. and so they did like this this like BTS dynamite that song and they did like all of the artists in the company like the new artists and the old artists like that merged and they did like I think it was like a lip sync thing Mm-hmm. And there was this one girl, and her name is Nana, and she was um, in the video. And there was thousands. It got tre- it became trending. Mm-hmm. Thousands of BTS fans were like, "Who is this girl? Is she new? Like, who is she? You know, like maybe she's like this or that." And like, it got to a point where I think it was like she was in a group called After School, which mm-hmm. was very famous back in my day, mm-hmm. and she is. <laughs> She was like one of the prettiest faces of the world. Like, you know, they do that thing, the prettiest like faces of the world. Yeah. Thing. She was the pretty, I think she was the third prettiest face of the world of 2018 or something. Mm-hmm. So, like, she has a, a following and her group is not active anymore, but her group is still trending all the time because <laughs> of her name. Wow. And so, like, she's very famous. And, the, like, the way they came at it and they were, like, oh, like, who is she? And, like, stuff like that. And then when mm-hmm. people tried to ex- explain to them who she is, they were, like, well, she's, like, we've never heard of her before and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it comes off as disrespectful. Mm-hmm. So I would say that. So, like, as BTS and other K-pop groups have been, like, getting more and more popular in America, do you think their music is, like becoming more americanized or do you think they're still like sticking to like the k-pop like genre i think it's becoming more americanized you do with mm-hmm. bts specifically more mm-hmm. americanized because i i haven't heard like are they I, they're performing in english like their songs are english yeah, now right yeah and they have english versions but like i think at one point like bts will always be k-pop and they're like korean songs mm-hmm. but at the point they're like at a global level mm-hmm. yeah they're they're i would say they've dipped into like other genres and you know they're they're held at a different standard Mm -hmm. 
and at one point like they'll be it's like blackpink like blackpink is at, at a different standard too mm-hmm. you know like they're, they're like the faces of all of these brands they're wearing ysl during interviews mm-hmm. they're making tiktoks with chanel earrings like they're at the point where like you know people yeah. people already know who these people are yeah. and they're very famous you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. they've uh, they've achieved a new level of fame mm-hmm. interesting yeah. <laughs> Risha, you, last week we said that you're a filing cabinet I have yeah. a lot of useless information. Or not useless. Yes. It's useful to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I would say. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yeah. Especially with um, I would say in K-pop too, it's like people go towards K-pop because they want to listen to a certain like sound or like a certain mm-hmm. vibe. And mm-hmm. that vibe I would say has been like changing recently with like yeah. BTS and like yeah. Blackpink collaborations. Like they'll make music for a different ma- market. Like I listen, I would say, to K-pop for like just like I would say like sort of repetitive and like you know like very pop like sounds Mm -hmm. and I don't find I would say generally a lot of like people that listened back in like 2009 10 11 12 like they they don't hear that stuff anymore or Mm -hmm. you know they're not really into that Mm -hmm. and they like traditionally call like you know the olden like the 14 to like 16 or even like the 13 like that the golden age mm-hmm. oh, of like when the songs like you know were like a certain way mm-hmm. but like now it's 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 changed a little mm-hmm. and it's hard to find that so how old are normal k-pop stars because they it look depends. so young it varies it depends because like when you're young mm-hmm. it's like with trainees it's hard to like so when a company scouts you they mm-hmm. generally want you to be young like 14 13 so when wow. you're training you sign a contract and you train for a period of like it depends you can train any like you know you can train a few years to five years there's some trainees that have trained for like I think seven eight nine years mm-hmm. in a company until they're ready to make their debut mm-hmm. and so I think Traditionally, I think it's been like usually younger, younger people that like they debut around like 17, 18, 19, mm-hmm. those ages. So they have like sort of like, you know, like a younger vibe to them. Yeah. Because once they're really old, like um, I don't I think they feel like kids can't relate to them anymore. Yeah. And so you see these people like they're like, oh, I've been in the industry for 15 years, but they're only 28 mm-hmm. or like 26. And they're yeah. considered old. Yeah. Wow. Like, That's so crazy. Stuff like that. So. I've read about um, non-Korean people going to Korea to try out for a lot of these Mm K-pop groups. I was wondering, how do you feel about, like, Americans going to K-pop? It doesn't, to me, it doesn't, like, really feel, it doesn't, I feel like to some listeners, it doesn't feel authentic when they do Mm -hmm. that. And to me specifically, like, it's like, okay, like, if you have some members that are, like, from other countries and stuff like that but I would say American people like sure like if they want to do it like who am I to stop someone but I can definitely say something about it (laughs) so I would say definitely like I don't find that like a good thing because yeah because then it's not K-pop. It becomes too commercialized you know it becomes like you can stay in America and you can make songs that are like K-pop like mm-hmm. that genre and you could probably do really well in this market I don't know why you have to go there and do that you know yeah right. and with k-pop generally like there's been so many people from foreign countries in k-pop I know like there's a lot of Chinese uh, origin people in k-pop and Taiwanese and like Japanese and historically people a lot of artists uh, are in k-pop that came from different countries are 
treated very poorly. Like there's some groups out there who've had like the Chinese members treated very badly, mm. you know? And so like being a foreigner in K-pop is not something to like be like glorified as like, oh, you know, if they can do it, I can too. It's like they've been through a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, they mm-hmm. like they they did a lot to get here. They learned a new language. They did this and this. And for you to like just be out here trying to do this, like you have to fully understand how difficult it is and how mm-hmm. like you should feel. Like I know there's a group that had that like graduation concept mm-hmm. uh, and that concept of like changing. And they even changed their name. Their name is Reina, I think. And it mm-hmm. used to be like their name used to be Reina and then BP Reina and then like Black Pearl Reina. Like they changed their names and like they've had some hits in the past. But at this point, the company is just like milking the group, mm-hmm. like, you right. know, really pushing it. Mm-hmm. And they had a girl named Alex and I forgot her last name, but she's American mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. she was the rapper of the group and she is black. Mm-hmm. And she was the first ever um, black K-pop idol. Mm-hmm. And so people were like, this was something that got like a buzz, but like it slowly like simmered out yeah, because right. like the group wasn't that known. Mm-hmm. And at the point, like they treated, they were treating her like a featured artist and they mm-hmm. were, they just like the company was not um, helping her. Like, I think she said they weren't helping her learn like the language mm-hmm. and she was actually being treated like sort of unfairly from what I remember, probably mm-hmm. unfairly. And so she left like after a couple of years and now she's like, I think she's in America again, but. Mm-hmm. It's, like it's she was just that, being like used yeah, yeah and it's not that easy she was probably being used for like publicity yeah and the thing is like it's it's not that easy doing mm-hmm. anything like there's so yeah. many people who are like that i want to do this and it's like good for you but like make sure that you can do it yeah through on it it's not mm-hmm. that easy like you know trying to do what they're doing mm-hmm. so i just found an all-american k-pop group they're called exp Yes, yes, yes. Generation? Expedition? Yeah, Ford Expedition. Um, (laughs) That group, when they came out, I saw their first video. And I was like, this is fine. But I really didn't care. Are they located in America, too? Yeah, they're the first American. I don't know if they're in America. They they went to Korea, I think. I don't know. Yeah, I'm on their Instagram page. And they performed in Korea, too. Wow. And like their whole Instagram is in Korean. And like... Yeah. And what they in the even the Korean industry, something that they did that other people haven't done that they did that really made them like in the industry, mm-hmm. I would say is that like when a song char- like comes out in K-pop, mm-hmm. it's not just something that like just comes out. It's like the company then promotes the song. And so these artists have to go onto these like shows basically like shows like their competitions mm-hmm. and they sing the song and like they perform it and it's called a stage. And so there's like, um, it's called M countdown. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you look at Blackpink songs, you can find a second video called like the M countdown one and it's them performing the song. And so throughout them performing the song, it's like them promoting it on these mm-hmm. like TV platforms, such as like uh, M countdown show champion, and I think another one, but um, people go on these shows, they, they do the dances and all of the groups that are promoting at the same time mm-hmm. come onto the show and they do the, like, they do their song mm-hmm. and they promote their song. And so then what happens is like a voting. And if you're like, I think if it's like, if you don't win or like, you're not high enough in the charts, like you don't come back next week. 
right oh wow and so like it's it'll be like this many times on the charts and like it's like that's why if you go on like uh, bts's like songs like if you look up like one of their songs spring day you can find so many like m countdowns of it because they consistently kept coming back Mm -hmm. pretty sure that's how it works and then when they win it's like they won you know first place right m countdown there's like numerous groups out there that have never won on m Mm -hmm. countdown so these people they showed up on m countdown i think Mm -hmm. but they didn't win but um but they performed that stage so basically in that way once you're like on that stage you're basically there you know like Mm -hmm. you're you're releasing the music you're part of the thing you released a song and you're on their like show to promote yourself so that means you're you're trying you're trying to be taken seriously there's this thing called um the k the like the k-pop olympics no way and these groups go and they do archery they do swimming like where do i watch and like people like and this gives like you know the fans something to dig at like it gives them like a yeah it's like oh my god did you see like they like it's like that member knows that member from that group. Like they said hi to them at the Olympics. This is like the um you know? the Disney Channel games. <laughs> yeah, it's like that. And like when you see them, it's like oh my god! Like she like talked to him during that segment, or like they you know stuff like that. It's like a great yeah. way to interact, even if you're not athletic. Mm-hmm. Like some of these people get really good like TV time like on mm-hmm. there, you know, because yeah. like they'll be yeah. doing funny stuff on the side, and mm-hmm. like it's a really great promotional way. And so they do that. What else did they do? They do like this like the whole like show things and also like um you know like american idol we have here mm-hmm. and like the shows the singing competitions like people will go on to these shows in um korea and i think it's called superstar k okay and they like they do like the songs and sometimes if like kids are on these shows and they sing mm-hmm. companies will like scout the kid and right. they'll take them to their company and the people who are like judging this own entertainment companies and so mm-hmm. everything goes right back to the entertainment company. Because here you have the movie industry, you have songs, you know, you have everything. Yeah. But there are certain countries that are just associating everything with one industry. And I think with Korea, like uh, actors come out of like the K-pop industry or like some of them, a lot of them do. They have their right. own web series, they're in web dramas. So they just do it all. They don't really do focus in on one. Like, yeah. Like, India and Bollywood everything's mm-hmm. associated with the movie mm-hmm. the yeah. song the people you know everything's associated with movies mm-hmm. and with k-pop and i would say and then groups also try to figure out like their members like like things you know like what they what they're really good at mm-hmm. so some like one member might be an actress like mm-hmm. she might go into acting like one of them might like do their own like rap thing on the side one of them you know and it's like it's the way of creating this diversity within the group so you capture all of like the the market you know mm-hmm. and with like bts like there's uh one member v and he was in like a k-drama he was like one of the characters mm-hmm. um and you know it just it's it's for them to like branch out and keep giving their viewers and their audience like something to look at something to watch something to keep them going mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so even careers for them after they're like finished with the group if they do decide to not continue mm-hmm. wow well, thank you so much, Risha, for your words. Thank you. It was a lot. Um, yeah, but it's so crazy because it's like you speak so well on the subject just because you know so yes. much about it. 
Mm-hmm. Homeboy did not come with research. I didn't. No, he just knows it, which is he just knows it. Great. Emily and I will um, put together like every week for our topics, like a whole like an outline. Like I type mine out and print it out, and I have like here are the things that I'm gonna touch yeah. on. Mm-hmm. Richard was like, "What do you want to know?" I think it's just information <laughs> that I've gathered historically. Uh-huh. It's just like new things I don't understand. Like new things I haven't been really into like entertainment anymore, mm-hmm. so I don't know what's going on actually. Like, I couldn't tell you anything well, that I used to know. this podcast is perfect for you. Um, okay. Thank you guys so much for watching this week. Um, it was yeah, really fun. I hope you enjoyed. Yeah. yeah. It was really fun oh. having Reship on. For the holidays, we're going to take a little break, but make sure to tune in on our Instagram because... We will be back. We will be doing that. And I think because, like, we wanted to do the gifts, like, mm-hmm. opening it together. So maybe we can post that on the Instagram. Yeah. Your Christmas gifts? Yeah, so yeah, we... we're sending so each other yeah. gifts. I can't wait for you to see what I got you. Oh my god. I have ideas, but I have Um, ideas. But yeah, so look out for that. It'll be really fun. Mm -hmm. And thank you guys so much for tuning in. And we'll see you next year. That's okay. Whoa, wait, Risha, where can we find you? Sorry. On social media. On Instagram. I don't really want people to follow my stand account unless they reach out to me as a stand via Instagram. Give us your main handle. My handle on Instagram of the many handles I have is it's Risha Bisht, R-I-S-H-A-B-H-B-I-S-H-T. Where can they find you, Caroline? On Instagram at Caroline J. Campos. And you can find me at Emily Liz Fink on Instagram and follow us at NotSoFamousPod on Instagram. Thank you guys so much for listening. Happy holidays. Bye. Bye. Bye.